When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO legend and lore. Welcome back. What a day. It's sunny out, and it is uh, still still cold. <laughs> it's still still winter-spring. Uh, even though the sun's out, it's, uh, it's still cold. So, uh, you know, hopefully we'll get a little bit of sun coming up here in, in the next few days. But uh, nonetheless... Uh, Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're stay, taking care of yourselves. Uh, getting outside for a little bit of O2, a little bit of fresh air, and uh, you know, not getting too stuck in the house these days. Nonetheless, I'm here to uh, give you a new story. Hopefully, I brighten up your day a little bit. So, this story comes to us from the uh, Thought Catalog, and it's a uh, it's a story that doesn't get a whole lot of attention. And I thought maybe I might you know kind of dive into it a little bit. Um, it's a story that's based out of Wisconsin and the Illinois area, um, and it's a creature called the Beast of Bray Road. It's about the creepiest animal you've never heard of, or maybe you have, but that's what the article states anyway. So apparently there's this creature that has been stalking and haunting and even killing uh beings around that area, whether it's humans or dogs or cats or animals, uh, and it's been known to uh, be around the the, the uh, Wisconsin-Illinois area for quite a while. Um, <clears throat> people report seeing it mostly around the Bray Road area in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, um, and they've seen it as far away as Illinois. So it's this creature stands on two legs and resembles a bear and sometimes a wolf, so they call it a beast. We don't know what it is. Um, and they state that it's very large, intelligent, and brown-gray in, in color. They say that uh, Bray Road is a country road out in Elkhorn, Wisconsin, where the beast is usually seen. And uh, some local reporters started reporting about it, um, and even wrote a book about it called The Beast of Bray Road. Um, Hailing Wisconsin's werewolf. Uh, they be- most people believe that the uh, beast is real, even if they've never had uh, first-hand experience with it. Um, <clears throat> so eyewitness accounts date back to 89 and 91, 1989 and 91. Um, and uh, they, some accounts uh, or some families, I guess, state that some of these stories go back to when the very first settlers came to Wisconsin and described canine-like creatures who would attack them without a trace. Who would attack them and vanish without a trace. Which seems interesting. Without a trace, they say. Like, no footprints, no nothing. Which makes you think that this thing could be, like, ethereal or ghostly in nature. Um, Because if it was physical... You know, in terms of physics, that we understand that it would leave some sort of footprints, but apparently it's not, uh, or at least not in that case. 
So here's someone's first-hand experience with the Beast of Bray Road. So they stated, I lived in a town in Franklin, Wisconsin, and this was about 97, 98, and we had moved into a brand new subdivision. And we had, uh, they were the only house that was built in that subdivision. Uh, the rest of the area was a long distance of empty lots and open farmlands. Out back, we had a running creek, and on the other side of the creek, there was some small brush and a single-lane road uh, with an old wooden streetlight that gave off an orange hue about 30 yards away. It was a warm summer night, and I had had a, he was sleeping off a hangover, <laughs> trying to trying to trying to um, sleep off a hangover, I should say. They had all the lights off, and they were playing hide and seek in the dark with some friends. Okay. They went in the back and uh their son they went into the back of and uh it was illuminated by the orange street light. They said they weren't he's not able to describe his body posture. It was hard to describe. You know how when you're about to throw throw up and you hunch over and you clutch your knees and your palms, it was similar to that. Its breaths were so deep and heavy that you could see its chest heaving from a distance. And they, he stated that they had a 140-pound Akita dog who stood six feet on his hind legs. Wow, that's a big dog. And I could easily tell that whatever this creature was dwarfed my Akita, so it dwarfed it, an Akita that was six foot tall when it stood on its hind legs. Interesting. I also know that it wasn't any type of dog or wolf, that its hind legs were thick and muscular like a, like a, a human man's would be, and its body tapered at its abdomen. Its head was like a wolf or a canine. So he called out to his friend who came over and said, What the bleep is that? And trying not to make too much noise, they sat there as it was hunched over for a good 30 minutes. Oh, sorry. That's a long time. 30 minutes. Jeez. Human or not, you know, or ever beast standing anywhere underneath a streetlight for 30 minutes is quite a long time. It kind of exposed out there, but... Uh, so this individual who uh, had this experience stated that his dad, who was a Vietnam vet, a hard-ass Vietnam vet, he states, came out to see what the heck we were doing up so late. We asked what it was, and he stated, I don't know. He then went inside... Oh, outside. He went outside, and they stayed inside. And he had one of those mega lights that had the power of a thousand candles and took it with him. He stood in the driveway and shined it onto whatever we were watching. It looked back at us, and honestly, I don't remember its eye color. What I do remember is that when it took off into the brush, it took off upright like a sprinter from the all-fours stance. So, like, it was, like, on a force, you know putting all, all, all four of your limbs on the ground and then taking off like a sprinter. My dad heard the splash through the creek and then he ran inside. It was one of those effed up moments you don't really talk about because people will think you're crazy. When I heard about it so many years later, I immediately knew I had seen it too. So his dad must have been talking about it years later. So, I mean, you know, these stories you know, are fascinating, and it just makes you wonder what's really out there, you know, because, you know, most of us go for walks, you know, maybe we go to a forest preserve. Uh, I, I love going to forest preserves. Actually, 
uh, out at the Forest Preserve now, and it just makes me think about, man, what's out there? You know, what could be out there? You know, I'm still going to go for a walk. I'm not going to be sitting around scared, but, I mean, it's just like you never know what's out there. Um, there's another story from an individual in Texas from about October 2016 at 1 a.m. He stated that me and his friend, <laughs> me and my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend were sitting outside my dad's porch smoking a cigarette. It was dark and it was pretty hard to see, and I also wanted to make note that my dad lived on 300 acres of vacant land. And he did, for a fact, have many wild uh, animals that roamed in, at the night, and as, as well as cattle. And they were pretty used to seeing wild hogs and coyotes and raccoons and even a wild turkey approach the house. Um, so this in creature didn't seem like any of those things. There were no street lights, and the closest neighborhood... Uh, our neighbor was about two football fields away. We noticed something creeping through the grass about 30 feet away from our porch. The movement reminded me of a coyote. However, uh, this individual was about 7 to 10 feet long, or this creature, I should say, <laughs> was about 7 to 10 feet long. Its body was pressed almost completely against the ground as its head turned toward us, almost as if it was stalking us like prey. We were pretty freaked out and we noticed uh, so we grabbed our shoes and cigarettes and that's when things got even freakier. This thing had been crawling towards a medium-sized tree and it had passed the tree. It didn't reappear on the other side. Could it have climbed the tree or perhaps stood upright behind the tree hiding and watching and waiting? I didn't stay, stay around to find out. All I know is that the footsteps, footsteps stopped so I wasn't <laughs> so it wasn't running away out of view so he could hear this thing. That's how close it was. Uh, my girlfriend suggested we go get a flashlight and try to scare it off, to which I responded, Are you bleeping crazy? Get inside now. <laughs> After searching Wikipedia, I thought it might have been the Beast of Bray Road or maybe a werewolf. So he stated, I, I've spent some time on Bray Road, a good friend of mine too. Uh, you hear things in the woods, maybe you see shadows in the fields, and I've never had a true sighting of anything. Just a creepy, creepy being, oh, a creepy feeling of being watched. But that could simply be nerves. But nonetheless, they stated that they saw something on two legs run out in front of them on the north side of Madison, Wisconsin. But it happened so fast, it was hard to say. Uh, it could have been a deer, a wolf, or a coyote lunging, but it seemed pretty big, as though it wasn't one of those. So, you have a, a few stories here, a few stories that seem to be describing the same creature. Uh, doesn't seem that there's anything paranormal in these descriptions. However, in the past, we know that uh, there were stories from our ancestors stating that there uh, these things would attack them with no trace, would leave with no trace. So, are these creatures real, physical, in the real world? Are they metaphysical or, you know, paranormal and don't live in the real world? Um, are these ghosts of creatures from days gone by, like dinosaurs or, uh, you know, a werewolf that doesn't exist anymore? Um, you know, we've heard about werewolves from all kinds of lore, you know, dating back to Native Americans, and, you know, it, it just, it just kind of, you know, continues to persist this notion that these things exist, um, 
you know, the original uh, uh, ancestors that lived on this land, you know, described, you know, huge wolves, werewolf-like creatures. Um, so it's not surprising that these creatures could exist. What is surprising is that you don't hear a lot about these nine-foot-tall or ten-foot-tall uh, standing on two leg-like creatures that, that are described in these stories, um, like the Beast of Bray Road. So it just makes you wonder, you know, what is this thing? Is it is it something that the government created that escaped? Is it, uh, you know, I mean, and that's possible because we've heard about stories from Project Montauk where, you know, they had actually created creatures um, using a device that could create things just using the power of thought. Um, and beings and beasts have turned up, um, that have come out of the ocean, uh, turned up on the beach. Um, and you can, you can Google, um, the, I think it's the Montauk beast or the Montauk monster that, uh, washed ashore, um, near the Montauk base, uh, which just looks crazy, looks creepy and created. Um, so, you know, this just goes to, you know, these cryptic creatures that exist out there that are, you know, an anomaly, and we still don't know what they are or what they could be. But nonetheless, the Beast of Bray Road uh, continues to haunt, continues to uh, lurk, and continues to uh, potentially stalk individuals. So, you know, what do you think about the Beast of Bray Road? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's fake? you think it's a figment of some people's imagination? Or is it... Uh, is it something that we just don't understand? Nonetheless, I hope you guys are doing well. hope you enjoyed the podcast. I hope you are feeling strong and healthy in these times, taking care of your physical health, spiritual health, emotional health, following through on your hobbies and goals and your dreams, whatever those may be, even if it's just a walk outside. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. I'll be back soon with another podcast. I uh, have a few ideas on topics that I'd like to cover, and uh, we'll bring them to you shortly. Until next time, guys, take care, and Lockdown Universe out.